When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast. We got AJ. We got Eric. We got Rudo. Abs lose to the Winnipeg Jets. Three to two. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know on this one. I think there were stretches of this game that were pretty good from the Avs. There were some various obvious things that were not good from the Avs, including the fact that they didn't win the game. It's a pretty inoffensive loss, to be honest. I'm with you. I'm with you on this. Let's do the 60-second rundown, and then we can get into it. First period, honestly, was pretty even. Uh, I think the Avs started out pretty well, and then it kind of balanced out. Not really a ton to talk about in this period until the last five seconds where Devon Taves just does a dumb. Dude. He just did a dumb, and then the Avs go down one nothing. They respond by coming out in the start of the second period and laying an egg, and it's 2 nothing, just like that. And honestly, the Avs just were never really able to fully get back into this game. Nathan McKinnon tried to bring him back into this one. He pulled it to 2-1 in the second period. Uh, that unfortunately goes back to 3-1. He gets him to within one again, 3-2, but it's not enough as the third period comes up a little bit short. I think particularly the power play, a point of interest to talk about in that third period, but ultimately not enough for Colorado to bury them, unbury themselves from their own problems. Let's start here. Miko Rantanen. We want to see more from him. I don't think he played... Poorly tonight, but ends up with zero points. Had a couple of chances here and there throughout the game that he doesn't execute on, misses the net otherwise. Do we think it's getting there for him, or at what point do you just need him to be better? A minute ago, yeah. Yeah, about three hours ago. Fair enough. Could have used him being better. I disagree with you, man. I thought he was dog shit tonight. Okay. He's too good of a player to have. He was fine tonight. And especially, like, I I would really love to know what Jared Bednar is thinking when Nathan McKinnon is dominating. And they put him back together. Yeah, they put him yeah. back together, and immediately the effectiveness of that top line drops. Rantanen, McKinnon, Duran together, it just, it's not, it's not going to work, man. It's never going to work. It's just not. Like, it, it hasn't to this point. It's not produced much. McKinnon has a two-point night. And it has nothing to do with his line mates. It has everything to do with the defenseman around him and then a, and then a great individual effort on that second goal. So, uh, you know, with Miko Rantanen, you're gigantic. We all call him the moose for a reason. You're, you're big and you're unbelievably skilled and you just need to impose your will. 
you need to be a physical factor in hockey games. Hockey's a physical sport. I my personal theory here is that he's managing the regular season and just trying to get to the postseason as healthy as possible. And that's uh, there's a level of that that I don't mind, but yeah. when the level when the level is this bullshit, I'm not with it. Yeah. You can't you can't flip a switch in the middle of a game like that. There needs to you need he needs to be at least be 80% Miko Rantanen. Cause this is this is ridiculous. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, man, but it's you go eight games, whatever it is, without him scoring a goal. It's unbelievable. It's frustrating. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he's frustrated, but you don't see him. You know the one thing that you always appreciate about Nathan McKinnon is you watch him go through it. Yep. When he's not playing well, you watch him openly know he's not playing well and be frustrated and work his way through the emotional process. Hockey seems to be that man's therapy. I don't know what Miko says because we don't watch him go through anything. Sometimes he's excited. Sometimes he's apathetic. Sometimes he's here. Sometimes he's there. I have no idea. You have no idea what planet that man is on on any given day. You have no idea. And, you know, this is the same conversation that Pittsburgh Penguins fans have spent the last, like, 16 years going through with Evgeny Malkin. Yep. And it's a weird one to feel because you know that Miko is he's so he's so good. By January seventh, he'll be balling again. He's so you good. know it. I mean, everybody knows it. But what's what's today? December seventh. It yeah. might be December fourteenth by the time it, I'm like he make well, okay. Miko's back. Yep. Like he's such a special and gifted player that it it just may not take very long for him to get back up there. But when it's not working, oh my god, is it not working? Yeah, I, I, I know Miko manages his game in the regular season, but this stretch has gone well beyond that. Yeah, absolutely, it has. Even if I think he was better than you did tonight, he still ends up with zero points. He still has a couple of plays on his stick that don't end up in the back of the net, and he still has some disappointing efforts with the puck. Well, and, and he's taking himself out of big situations, like a five-on-three, like a power play. Yep, he's standing down at the goal line. He's doing some of this, some of that. I, there's no way that 100% of that is on him. Some of that has to be... We're, we're going to talk Ray about the Bennett power play that, later. But yeah. he, is, he has... We, we talk about with Nathan McKinnon, sometimes he has a tendency to defend himself. Miko Rantanen is doing a lot of that. He's defending himself. And it's just... It's, it's The only reason it's so frustrating to watch is because he's such a, a world-class dominant superstar caliber player. When he wants player. to be, yeah. When, when, he's on his, uh, when he's really on his game. Yep. And watching him be this level of ineffective and also... It, it, it is made worse because it seems like he just... He's just like, yeah, all right, cool. I guess I'm just going to go home tonight. Yeah, um, they go through a, a phase, right? I mean, look at Edmonton. Couple weeks ago, Drysaitel, McDavid couldn't. I mean, honestly, they look like fourth line players. You know what I mean? And, and now they've turned it on. And again, the Oilers are winning games, right? I mean, yeah. there's when you're the best players in the world, Miko, Mac, like there is a certain level of expectations. You know what I mean? Like that are supposed to be met. Um, I think Mac for the last two games is meeting that. He's Ugh. He is and then top yeah. end, and then some. Exactly. Well said. You know what I mean? And but, I, but I, again, I was one of the ones criticizing him before that. His, his, his game was, eh, you know, he, well, he was getting a point here and there, but not dominating, not doing what he's done the last two games. I think he's been outstanding. So yeah. if I'm Miko, 
I'd take a page out of his book, which is what? Name me one guy the last two games that was working harder on both teams than Nathan McKinnon. There wasn't one. He was the hardest working guy on both sides. Back checking, forechecking, get on top of stuff, create stuff. You know, give me the puck. You know, I think Miko's just not engaged enough right now. And and as as we know, I say it all yeah. the time. He's my favorite winger in the National Hockey League. So, but right now he's not getting any volume of chances. He's got to get more chances than that. He played 24 minutes tonight. It's yeah. not enough. You need better. And not the dice time. I'm talking about the volume of chances. You're not going to get out of a slump by just uh, kind of waiting. You know, all right. Boop, ba -da, ba -da. You have to put the working boots on. You're going to have to get going. And you have to be a dominant player. And I, and I get it. Like, again, he's getting some points here and there. It's kind of like what we were saying about Mac like a few games ago. But right now, it's just not good enough. Yeah. It's just not good enough. And, and there's a reason they lost 3-2 and didn't win 4-3. Yeah. It, if you play 24 minutes a night as a forward, you can't have zero points. If you get zero points in 24 minutes, you're not going to continue to play 24 minutes for oh, very long. You need to be you need to be four checking like a yeah like a madman. You need to be doing something else in the game to make a difference. Yep. And it's just know, not there. He's not. Yeah. Uh, Com want to combine with this? Cal McCarr wasn't any good tonight. Yeah. He didn't look at ease. He looked a little tentative, and like he didn't look a hundred percent. Probably yeah, isn't. Yeah, a guy, a guy that's returning from injury that we are like, he's probably not a hundred percent there, and regularly returns slow from injury. <laughs> you're just giving that guy a game or two of leeway. Yep. You're like, hey, look, man. <laughs> I, and I'm not getting we can on. Live, we can live with it. it. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, <laughs> when you can contrast the feelings about Miko Ranton, there's no leeway there. Yep. It's like, hey, True. if you're if you're so injured that you can't play even close to the level that that is expected of you, you shouldn't be playing. Kill McCarr wasn't that far away. It's it also I would agree. I mean, it's not good enough. Man. The point I want to make is, two of your best three players don't play well. It's man. hard to win, man. Yeah, hundred percent. You need those guys to show up for you every night. Yeah, and on the other side, you look at the team that beats you. You get a goal out of Josh Morrissey and a goal out of Kyle Connor, and you get a great performance from your goaltender. And, like, and you well, win 3-2. Wow. This is complicated. It's funny how hockey works like that sometimes. Well, Despite all of that, this should have been a 0-0 game going into the first intermission. Man. I can't explain it. I can't explain what was going through Devontae's mind with five seconds left in that period. I just... For a guy who makes his bones being the smartest guy on the ice at all the times, what the hell? I mean, it's it's so bad. It, it, the, the part of it that baffles me is anything else. He could have fallen over and not played the puck, and they get out of that period. Anything but what he did. Yeah. Well, I gets mean, him out of that period. It's so close. Literally anything. I mean, he could have passed it back to Georgiev if he wanted to. Yep. Might have surprised him a little bit, but <laughs> would have been better. He has support. He has an outlet. He's got two decisions that he can make that aren't that. Yep. And if he makes that play, I mean, what's the upside there? You're not getting a guy right. to go. You're not getting a goal there's, in transition the other way. There's five seconds left. You're not making it up the right. ice. You're not. There's no upside to what he does. Yep. It's. For him, it's it's shockingly bad. And again, I, I know it's the holidays, and, and you know it's Christmas, and it's time of giving, and 
But, but again, I mean, right? It just it felt like a little like Christmas tonight. It, it did tonight. feel like the Avs were giving out some gifts. That's, That's my point. Sure. It felt like Christmas tonight. I, I Listen, kudos to the Winnipeg Jets. Like you just said, hey, their goalie was good. You know, they were opportunistic. But there was a lot of gifts. I mean, especially it starts with that first one. That is... I mean, again, 71 makes a nice play, Pat, you know, whatever, stopping that. Yeah. But, but sh- the puck shouldn't be there. So um, I think you got to be aware. you got to be aware of the clock. you got to make a better play than that. that. That's not a good play. That is not to his level. And, again, that, 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 that's, a, that's a Santa gift. You know what I mean? And, and then you're, you're chasing the game. You know what I mean? It, it does. Again. Uh, I don't think we were that back. <laughs> well, now it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're back. All right, anyway, uh, like I was saying, uh, <laughs> yeah, where it was we? Santa, it was Christmas, yeah. and I, I just feel that the no-nos, uh, you know, you give up a f- in the last minute, I mean, let alone two seconds, but first minute of a period, you don't score on your five-on-three. We'll talk about that. But those things, if you have one of those things, it's tough to win a game. When you have three to four, it's almost impossible to win games. So, yeah. I'm just being honest. Uh, uh, again, right. as a whole, this game is a whole. I don't think the Abs played that bad. Yeah, you have no, no egregious errors. Yeah, not at all, man. That put them in a hole. This is not the game that you that you like burn it all down for. Yeah, yeah. Um, torches. There you go. I yeah. was thinking of pitchforks. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you don't like pitchforks. You could. I mean, flaming pitchforks it definitely a good makes them more right. dangerous. Yeah, I'm saying. Um, <laughs> dangerous. Does it make it more dangerous for the user as well? Probably. <laughs> Torches are like meant for yeah. that, so there's some safety. That, in that. fire starts creeping up the pitchfork, and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, and this isn't like a game where you're like, the abs were awesome and they just got goalie. No, it's not the case. But to if you if you try to make the argument that they played really poorly, it's not there. No. Don't agree. No, yeah. no. It's just not. It's not that game. It's not the seven nothing game. It's not the eight yep. to two loss. There are examples of them playing very poorly this year. This really, really isn't it. it. Is this the game where they made life harder than it had to be? Absolutely. Yeah. When Eric's talking about the gift of giving over there, I mean, he's right because you just cannot <laughs> make life easy for the other opposing team and hand them goals. Can't. You get the first goal is just handed to yeah. them. Total freebie. The second goal, your goalie just needs to have. I mean, there's a lot of problems there, but yes, it's a bad goal. It, I mean, it's just not a good shot. I don't care if it's from Kyle Connor. Yep. It's just not a good shot. It's a, not it's dangerous. Slow it's slow on not, the ice, and it beats you. Like, eh. it's, not, it's not a good goal. All the other things that led into it, it's a bad goal by your goalie. Yep. Does Connor Hellebuck give up a bad goal? In this That's game? No. Not really. No. Definitely not. Nathan McKinnon breakaway in a crazy crash the net. Kivi Ronta in play, yeah. right? One timer in front that he gets pieces of both of them. Yep. So, you know, those are the only goals that he gives up. He doesn't give a free one, and you essentially lose this game three two. Yep. That's like the difference. That's the difference in the game, and that's not. It, that's a very reductive way to look at it, of course. And I'm not saying that the loss is all on Alexander Georgiev. Of course not. But in the NHL, when you give, when you make it easy for other teams to score goals, and the other team is not doing the same, it is an uphill battle. Yep. 
And that means you have to cash on chances. They had plenty. Totally. They that, this was not a didn't game. Didn't execute well enough. Yeah. This is not a game where you're like, oh, defensively, we got shut down. Oh, we've got this. Oh, we've got that. No. No. That is not the case. You could make a not very hard argument. You should have won the hockey game. I agree. I am. If it I, wasn't for Santa. Outside yeah. of a few boneheaded plays and a few misfires on opportunities. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but even go to the fourth goal. Like, you got full possession in the corner. That's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I'm not saying they would have scored. Yeah. But they had full possession again, right. you know, with some world class elite <laughs> players. Something could have happened. So it's who, a gift. Who knows what happens? That's yep. my point. And I'm not saying, but that's a gift. First goal is a gift. Fourth goal is a gift. You know what I mean? And that's second goal is a gift by Georgie. That's a bad goal. So you're, you're talking about, and then the third goal was Sam Molinsky. Molinsky. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get yeah, to that. Oh, yeah, one. yeah, we'll exactly. But I'm, what I'm saying is I'm just not analyzing goal by goal. I'm saying there's a lot of gifts. Totally. And, and that's, for me, it's too tough of a league, and this is too good of a team, the Winnipeg Jets, to be given gifts. Yeah. You the know? Jets are it, a good hockey team. They are not last year's Jets where they got out to a really hot start and it was all nonsense. This is a team that is actually playing to its record and deserves to be where What it are is. they, like two points behind the abs? Like yeah. They're right there, right? They that's what now. I'm saying. That's a good team. So you can't be yeah. given gifts to a team in the National Hockey it, League. You can't. And I think it's fair to say that the Avs have been playing some teams of late where they've been getting away with their B game, winning games with their B game, or getting a point out of games with their B game. You play your B game against good hockey teams, sometimes you're going to lose. This is like a B plus for me. I'm, I'm going to leave it at B. Okay. Because I think right. there were a few too many errors for it to be a B plus. Okay. But. I, we're nitpicking at that point. This anyway, is the difference so. between getting an 85 and an 88. 88 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Big one. I'm the hard-ass teacher yeah. and you're the easy teacher. Got it. Okay. Oh, I, don't, I don't like the idea that I'm easy. That's not fun. <laughs> anyway, if someone is giving you unwanted gifts, call Bacchus and Shanker at 222-2222 today. Uh, if you've been in a car accident where you were injured and not at fault, or any situation like that, whether it's at work or you're walking down the sidewalk or whatever it might be, Bacchus and Shanker has your back. You can go to the two number or go to coloradolaw.net to get a free consultation. And if you have a case, they will take you on and you pay them nothing up front. They don't get paid until you get paid, which will happen. They will get you paid. They've won over a billion dollars <laughs> for their clients in the 25 plus years they've been doing this stuff in Colorado. So get a hold of Bacchus and Shanker today at that two number. Bacchus and Shanker wins. And then, even if the abs are playing bad, I see all y'all in the chat. I see y'all mad about it. I see y'all worrying about the abs. If you're not a believer, put your money where your mouth is. Use the Circus Sportsbook and go gamble. Bet against the abs if you think it's really that bad. Or if you're a believer in the team, you can bet on the abs. Either way. You can download the Circus Sportsbook app at circusports.com. Get in on all of the action with Circa. And, of course, always check out the amazing Circa if you're heading to Las Vegas. You can use code DNVR when you book your stay with Circa to save 20% over there. If you are gambling using the Circus Sports app, you, of course, must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Can we ban the bot? Which one's the bot? Over the bot. Oh, X? Yeah. 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 Uh, Nathan McKinnon, 
I know we touched on it a little bit already, but what you saw out of him tonight, I think, is the way back into hockey games like this. Yeah. <laughs> Just have one of the very best players yeah. in the world play like it. Yeah. I mean, Nathan McKinnon ruled tonight. Awesome. Well, I, what you said goes both ways. Because one, yes, Nathan McKinnon was awesome. Two, when you spot a team two goals, you're not supposed to win. Yeah. That's, that's how the NHL works. <laughs> it's hard to win hockey games from behind, even with this year's nonsense of the ridiculous amount of comebacks everybody has. Yeah. Still, most of the time, the team that gets up by two wins, wins. the hockey game. Sometimes life isn't that complicated. Yeah, anecdotally, you're always looking around uh, the NHL and being like, wow, look at all these multi-goal comebacks. And then when you look at it team by team every year, you're like, oh. Each team had like five of those. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, oh, there's just not that many that happen in an NHL season. Yep. Just reading about Bednar's presser saying, you know, he, uh, he felt there were too vanilla. You know what I mean? And I agree with that. And he, and he goes, uh, what we just said, the first two goals are gifts. Like, you can't yeah. play hockey that way. And what does it do? It goes in your hole of zero to two, yep. right? And then to win in this league, you got to be, on most nights, at your best, right? So your goalie's got to be at his best. Your your, your defensive core, you know, it's got to be at their best. Your, your, your forwards have to be, your elite players have to be at their best. There just wasn't enough of that tonight. Like, you know, to say, like, oh, again, Miko wasn't at his best. Yeah. Um, Mac was. Kale wasn't. Or, you know what I mean? So when that happens, yeah. it's tough to win games. I, and, you know. Well, and then Devon Taves. Yeah, ex- not at his best tonight. And, and Devon Taves, you could really just call it 1 1 yep. for me. He, uh, yeah, I mean, makes a nice play, play to set up McKinnon. Sick play. Very, very good play um, yep. for the McKinnon's first goal. But I'd want to go and look at his role in it. But he's also on the ice for that goal start of the second period. Yeah. For and me, for me, I honestly I don't even care about anything that happens on that play. I do. Other than Georgiev, I, I, that puck should have been out. But like, yeah. and it just it it's just not a good enough shot for me to give a shit. I, I agree. I I'm, I defend Georgiev all the time. That no, I didn't like it. It's just a little soft. I, I'm not disagreeing with y'all. I just think. You never have that problem if the puck gets out of the zone in the first place. Well, I agree. That's the truth of every play, every, ever. Goal. Yeah. every goal. There's always mistakes stacked on mistakes, right? Yes. And, and that's why you pay a goalie is to make. I hear you. Is to I'm not make, disagreeing. Is to make easier saves, and that is the easiest one. That's that's the save. There were five real goals scored in this game, and four of them. You don't put on a goalie in any way. That one you absolutely do, and that sure. one you do, and that's where I'm saying I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what's up with Taves on that goal. I would, I would want to watch it. I didn't have a big. Problem I got, I derailed it, yeah. my own point by being me, and <laughs> my point, my point I'm trying to make is that it's not. Certainly, there are bigger fish en- to fry. It's, yeah. it's not good enough when Taves also has an off night, and Makar has an off night, Rantanen has an off night. That's it's not good enough. Yep. No. At what point are you moving into now half your team is having an off night? Right. right. And then you you know, that's that's where everybody's favorite, like, oh, well, you need better depth guys. You gotta have guys. And it's like, yeah, you're right. You need you need better. 
Those guys have got to do more for you. You know, Bowen Byram has to do more for you. Uh, Ryan Johansson. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Johansson, the only time that I saw him all game was in the locker room afterward doing the presser, doing a a scrum at his locker. Yep. Oh, why is your face red? Did you play? Like, give me a break with this. I'm I'm not (laughs) of the opinion that two C's in the NHL need to be what Nazem Kadri was a couple years ago. That's not a two C. That's a one C. The guy had 87 points. Let's stop but holding everyone to, to that standard. show up in games. <laughs> but my goodness, do something. We are 27. Six. Son of a. Are you sure? <laughs> I am sure. Are you positive? I make a review with that number in it after every game. I mean, I also have write a headline. Yeah, but I have game. to fucking change a whole Photoshop thing. I'm sure that that was game 26. All right. But 26. You, yeah. 26 games into the season. And Ryan Johansson has one assist. Yep. What are you doing to make anybody better? Let yourself, line mates, anybody. Yeah. At some point, you're part of the problem. Yep. So when you're looking at a night when your better guys are not good enough, you need to say, okay, where's the help? You're built for other guys to do things. This is where my frustration is taking O'Connor, Logan O'Connor off that top line, who has consistently elevated every line that he's been on. Is he going to score points on the top line next to McKinnon and Duran? No. But he's going to play the game in the right way. He's going to do things in the right way. And it felt like Bednar was like, crap, we're losing. Nate and Miko, fix it. <laughs> and they did and not. That's not coaching, man. Yeah. He's worried. He's, he's saying that they're vanilla. Buddy, you were vanilla. <laughs> Is it Jared Bednar that's vanilla? And, and for me, that's not good enough from him. He didn't, is he putting them in a position to succeed? Because he sees a superstar having a superstar night out of Nathan in, in the form of Nathan McKinnon, and he gets nothing out of Miko. You can make the argument that he's just hoping that the superstar is going to pull it out of the other one in Miko. That he's going to, and it just hasn't happened for two weeks. It hasn't happened. Yeah. So why would you put them back together in this in that in that environment, knowing especially that that trio has not produced much of anything? That's your go-to. Here's where I want to take this conversation. Speaking about vanilla, speaking about Mac and Miko together, let's face it. The most vanilla part of this game for the ads was the power play. Oh, dude. And I know we're going a little out of order here, but this is just what came up. They go 0 for 4 tonight. You're down a goal early in the third period. You do a lot of good work to give yourself 50 seconds of five on three hockey. Not only do you not score on it, you don't get a shot on goal. And you're watching the same problems that have been there this whole season. A bunch of dudes standing around. Miko not even playing in a location that could be considered dangerous. McKinnon standing in his spot. The one-timer that they took on the power play in this game is so predictable that Connor Hellebuck is fully square to Nathan McKinnon when he's shooting it. Yeah, and that guy's a monster. If he's square to you, he's you're stopping not beating the puck. Him. Yeah. No. It's just... It, the power play is drifting into a point where you're starting to have a conversation about something has to change. And yeah, and like moving Miko down below the goal line is not it. No. If all if you're trying to get pure playmaking out of there, Jonathan Duran's right there, dude. You have Jonathan Duran on that top unit. You have Ryan Johansson on your bench. Two guys whose best attributes is going to be passing and playmaking. You've taken the element of a 55 goal score out of 
a scoring position on a power play. You have more players on the ice. And what have you done with the advantage? You've neutralized your own advantage. How is this considered an acceptable thing to put on the ice? How is this considered good coaching? Great Bennett. It's not. <laughs> what the hell? Well, I... Besides the X's and O's part of it, like... Again, I go back to my no-nos. Like, it's... If you have a five-on-three for more than 30 seconds and you don't convert... I've been part of this league for a long time. You guys are way better than me at numbers and, uh, you know, analytics. And But I'll tell you one thing. If you don't score... You know, for me, it's above 90%. You're not going to win the game. It's really where you get away with it. You know what I mean? Because it's such a weapon. It's just, it, it's not every day. What did the Ducks do last game? They got their five on three. Oh, they get themselves back right there, and then they're within a goal, right? And and tonight, it's like you you have some of the best players in the world. You have to figure it out how to... Uh, and again, they have been productive because they have been scoring goals, right? And they have been, but they're frustrating. They haven't been that productive. Look at, but it's, look, it's but okay, look at, look at but Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, you got Crosby, Malkin, Latang, now Carlson. Like, you know, I think they're over 40 right now or something like that. Like, it's crazy. And then you're like, really? With those players? There are definitely teams worse off than the ass. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is it when true. you have elite players, you have to figure it out. Like, how, there's only one puck, right? McCarr wants it. Miko wants it. Nate wants it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's one puck. Yeah. There's one little rubber thing, Look, you know? Yeah, but there's there's also an approach to how you want to play and how you want to go about agree, it. Agree, agree. And this is where, uh, this is where like, I, I'm a pretty reasonable individual. If they're shooting lights out and they're coming up with scoring chances and Bucky is just outplaying them, that's... He, Bucky's just outplaying them. He's an elite goaltender. Yeah. He, it is a reasonable thing to be like, this guy is, could, we could do everything right, and this guy could just steal a game. That shit didn't happen. There's the power play. It just a, didn't. It just didn't it, happen. It no. has a ton of leeway for me, right? If the power play is scoring, whatever. I'm not going to question it while the puck's going in. That is what was before this last week. What the Avs power play was doing. They were getting away with garbage play because the puck was going in the net. Yeah, and the puck. How was the puck going in? Kale shoots it, Val it tips it. Some stuff. What's, yep. what's missing in that equation? That equation, Val. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when you have you have no Val, you have no Landeskog, you have no Lekkinen. Those are all three guys that would be playing. Uh, that depending role. on if they're yeah. playing, they're standing in front of the net on your top power play unit. You don't have a threat from there, so now you need a one of these option. guys yep. to just outshoot one of the best goaltenders in the world. Fine. Why is your best shooter? Who is Miko Rantanen? Not in a place to shoot. Yep. And not just taken out of the equation. Before you even put them on the ice, you have neutered their opportunity and, to score. Why do that? And that's kind of my Why do that? My point. Because I will also give a power play leeway if it looks good. If they're generating quality opportunities, totally. Hellbuck makes a great save. Maybe you hit a post. Maybe you just don't convert the chance. But the chances are there. You say, you know what? The power play was pretty good. Maybe you get some momentum off it. I but, just... I just want to know. This is my frustration of can can anybody on the planet give me a reasonable explanation for why that is the case? No. But but I'm not arguing you like I agree with you. My I'm not saying the power play was good. I'm saying you don't score on your 5 on 3 
And it, it was lackluster. You talk about vanilla. Yeah. That was a really vanilla I mean, power play. I mean, it was. It was, at, it was. You know. But what I'm trying to say is, it, vanilla is. It was a different color. I think that's it. So it, yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was horseshit. Um, <laughs> but listen, nice. I go back to. I, I go back to Santa and, and the giveaways and uh, you know this and the that, but. That stuff happens in a hockey game. And I'm not saying yeah. I agree with it. I'm saying that it, it happened more than the Winnipeg Jets did, right? Yeah. So it's the game of mistakes, right? We all know that. And I'm not nitpicking on Taze or whatever. But yeah. they're, they're, those were gifts. But for me, if you ask me, what is the single item on the list of why the Avs lost? Then didn't convert on the five on three. For me, that's how big I'm that with you, is. Man. Look at the reeling impact. That is it. That's it. It, it. Look at how it affected this third period. The Avs come out in that third period. They're playing well. Yeah. They yeah. get that opportunity in the five on three. They don't convert or on the ensuing power play. And then it's Winnipeg no locks it down for the that's rest it. of the game. It is, a, it is a momentum killer if you don't score. And it's a momentum boost for, for the Jets, right? Or whoever kills it. It makes a big difference. So for me, yes, there was gifts. Yeah, there was a bad goal by Georgie. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. The five-on-three for 45 seconds, called the timeout, rested. It was 45, right? Give and take. Yeah. Uh, it, it was above 30 seconds. Yeah. Plenty just, of time. Yeah. It just wasn't good enough. And that is... And I know Val's not there, and I know you know what we're talking about. It doesn't. I, I don't but, give a shit. I, yeah, I don't That's care who does not. You got That's what I mean. zero shots on goal. But <laughs> somewhere, you got to have a this, better man. killer. And says, for, for me, that is the one minute in the game that lost the game is right there. And and we're talking about free gifts and all this. Winnipeg gave you one. That's it. They gave they yep. gave Miko Ranton and Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon. Right around 50 seconds. It's somewhere in that range. It's 47, right think, at, yeah. Okay. Close we'll enough. go with roughly 45. <laughs> roughly 45 seconds of five-on-three time, and you don't score it. I, I, It's hard to score in the NHL. It's yeah. hard to create chances. You have two more players on the ice than them. And that's what you got. And, and, it, and even if, even if I, I can hate where Miko Rantanen plays all day long, <laughs> I can hate it. it. You have to create a scoring chance. Yep. One of those three guys has to just say, we, we we aren't allowing this to happen. Yep. It was way too casual. And in a game of giving, nobody on the avalanche in that situation took it. Yep. Yeah. I, honestly, I felt like that was most of the night. You you watched a bunch of guys who didn't want to make the play. Yeah. Nathan McKinnon did. He tried. Everybody else. He he does, but even in that five on three. No, you're right. On the power play, it's not the same. Like and and uh, I really don't want to get too far into this, but Nathan McKinnon is not a great power play player. He's way better playing through chaos. Not very set up structure. He's very good in transition because he's very fast. He has a lot of power. Defenses are constantly shifting. And he's always he's cutting, he's zigging, and he's zagging. There's nowhere to zig and zag on a power play. Those guys will just watch him do it. Okay, yep. great. There's not he's not able to create in the same way, and he's not a good enough shooter, an eleven percent career shooter, ten percent career shooter. He's not good enough for them to run as much as they do through him. Occasionally it works, and we all feel good when it does, but it doesn't work at a high enough percentage for it to consistently do yeah. that. And if you're going to move a guy around on your power play, 
It has to be him, yep. not Miko Rantanen. Yep. Miko Rantanen has one of the 10 best one-timers in the world, and you're giving him one, two chances at it? You think it, Alexander Ovechkin in the... No, I'm not saying Miko's Alexander Ovechkin, but you think that Washington gives him one or two chances? <laughs> like, they'd give him bomb, 50 go, if they could. bombs yeah. away from over there? No. If you're going to set up and you're going to be that vanilla <laughs> and you're just going to try and create one-timers, do it with your best shooter, man. I agree. It, you're not setting Miko Rantanen up to be any more successful than he has been, regardless of how frustrated you can be about his personal play, his individual effort, his engagement, his play, his results, whatever. But your your coaching isn't doing you many favors in, in, in this this one specific case. I don't. I don't think it's good enough. Uh, it, the reality I just is, don't think it is. As you kind of alluded to there, the Avs' current power play systems essentially require an elite shooter. Even on those tip plays, you're talking about a Kale McCarr that gets those pucks to the net and gives them a chance to get tipped, and then a dude to tip them. Sure, but in Miko's case, it's purely elite which shooting, is, right? Which is hard to do. Yeah, and, and Nathan, which is also hard to do. And I love Nathan McKinnon. He's a, one of the best players in the world, dude. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. He's just not an elite shooter. He, he's a volume shooter that scores his goals by putting 350 shots on net a year. Yep. He does not snipe and beat goalies that are square to him very often. I even went back and looked at volume goal scores through the last like 15 years or whatever, just to see where his shooting percentage sat. Mm -hmm. It's not great. Yeah. It's I, not great. I mean, you look at the goal, you look at the goal that he scores tonight. It, is it cutting just, to the middle of the yeah, ice? Some yeah. crazy snipe? No, it's him on and the even breakaway that, beating well, a goalie. Even that one, Hellebuck gets a lot of, man. Yeah. Like, but I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Mac on that. He, he just beats Hellebuck. He but that's not one that when you're on a power play or whatever, you're not. No one's bowling through the neutral zone, creating a rush. Yeah. It, it, like that's not what it looks like. Yeah. Just watching him. Just, just watching vanilla is a good, good enough word for me. Sure, it, it's, it's very stagnant. It's very exactly. And I'm I put the vanilla on equal parts of your coaching staff and your players Same. tonight. The players have to go out there and skate, but there's has you cannot watch the same thing happen one hundred times over. And not put some of it on the coaching. Absolutely. And, and there wasn't any kind of adjustment. They didn't do, they didn't do anything. Even if the man. problem is the coaches are telling him to do something different and they're tuning it out, that's still a problem. Like, <laughs> you need to go get a coach that they're not tuning out then. Yeah. And, I mean, you are kind of reaching that point with Ray Bennett. Yeah, where he has been the guy for a long time and. Do you remember any major adjustments that he's ever... It's always been this. I'm going to go let our elite guys... And you know what? When you have a top seven power player, whatever it is, for five or six straight years running, it's pretty hard to be like, you have to fire this guy. Yep. But right now... And, and you're coming off of a stretch. And I understand this context here. You're coming off a stretch in which your power play scored 10 games in a row. So this is not the world is ending. This is me saying in an isolated hockey game tonight... I don't think your coaching staff put your players in a position to maximize the opportunities that you had. I agree. Okay. I just want to stress that there's a macro here that I feel one way and a micro that I feel differently. And in the micro of tonight, it just wasn't good enough from your coaching staff. Personal opinion. <sighs> I, my opinion is even in the macro, the abs power I, play has been kind of bad. I think we can have a macro conversation on an off day. Sure. 
I would like to keep this way more focused on that's just fine. this that, hockey that's game. Fine. If you want to have a super crazy macro conversation, chat is doing that for you. <laughs> I we can continue with the rest of this game. So yeah, but, but just finish on that. Yeah, like, go ahead. I'm just reading like Mac. Uh, sorry, Makar. He's like, I wasn't good tonight. Yeah. And I think he sees the same game we saw. And it's rare you see that dude knows. you're going to say, yep. Kel McCarr, I didn't have a good night. And and the one thing he didn't do that he usually does is what? Forget about Val not being there to tip pucks. Yeah, he didn't, he get, didn't get his through. shots yeah. through. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and four that's, or five blocked out And they high. were blocked yep. out, which they never get blocked. So he was the first one to own up to it. My shots didn't get through tonight. I wasn't one of the guys that was helping out. I was awful. So... Give and take. Uh, don't quote me on every word, but it's exactly what he was saying, and, and I think we all agree with well, that. Well, this is this is a good I appreciate point. Appreciate when Kale knows what's up. I, I, I mean, love the, it. I like this point because I think it's a reminder of how I think we all feel about this game. Yeah, does the loss suck? Are we that worried about it? No. Yeah. No. Are we talking like it's the end of the world? Yes. Is it? Not even close. Because and they know. Like when you see the hockey players come out in their post game interviews, and they know that effort wasn't good enough. They know they're better than that. It's it's not complicated to see a team that knows how to react to a loss like that and knows how to play better going forward. And is Kel McCarr going to be absolutely outstanding Saturday against Philly? Yes, he will be absolutely <laughs> outstanding because he always bounces back. Seems likely. Him. Also, he plays pretty well against Philly historically. So does he? Okay, a, well, it's a good combination of those two <laughs> he things. When he has a bad night, he comes back yeah, stronger. And that's what I love about him. So I'm, I'm here for that about. take. I was just going to go look something up, and I completely forgot what it was. Well, while you're looking it up, we are brought to you by the fantastic Illegal Pete's. You can go get yes. some delicious burritos over there. One of their 11 locations in Colorado, including one just a couple blocks from the DNVR bar. Uh, they also have happy hour from 3 to 8 p.m. Maybe you want to hit them up for lunch on Saturday before you come for the Avs takeover uh, here at the bar. Could be a good time. Go check out Illegal Pete's. Get their fresh ingredients and delicious burritos today. And if you're trying to go to an Avs game, you can still get the takeover tickets. By the way, 80 bucks for the party bus and all the whole event. It's a great time if you want to come hang with us at an Avs game. If not, though, if you're looking for a different game, go to Game Time and get over with the Game Time app. Join over 15 million people that use it to get their tickets. And when you sign up with code DNVR, you get $20 off your first purchase on Game Time, where you can get the best prices for tickets possible. Whatever your style is, if you're a last minute ticket getter, you can get them that way. If you don't care where you're sitting, you can get the section selector. If you want to go to the theater, you can get that too from game time. It doesn't even have to be sports. They've got you covered. Use that DNVR code to get $20 off and get with game time today. There's a link down in the description of the video to get the app right now. Third period of the DNVR avalanche podcast. Uh, we didn't really talk about it. We, we mentioned it briefly. Av's third goal they give up is a tough one for Sam Malinsky. Yeah, another another guy that gives gives and takes for and sure. Takes, yeah. yeah, he's he just gets lost. It's yeah. I mean, I don't want to understate the play that he makes on the first Avalanche it's, goal. It, he it recognizes the change. Impossible yep. for it to take place without him seeing the change yep. that the Jets are making and him aggressively moving that puck up the ice. That's the Sam Malinsky that you're like, he's ready. He's mm -hmm. here. He can make that play at NHL speed. He reads the ice. This is where he's at his best. And then you see where they score that third goal. This is where you're nervous about playing him in a best of seven. Yep. And Jared Bednar has said this multiple times. We talk about it all the time. The Avalanche are making the playoffs this year. This isn't, give me a, give me a break. They're in first place in the division. Yep. Like, they're going to be fine. 
especially in a bad division. Give me a break. <laughs> so you're all, all of this is eight. This is an 82 game dress rehearsal for how to win in best of sevens. Yep. We've seen some steps forward. Wood Colton LLC. Yep. Thumbs up. <laughs> some things not as good. Thumbs sideways and some things thumbs down. Yep. One of these things that we're looking at. Sam Malinsky. How does Sam Malinsky adjust at pro speed? How can he fit into Colorado when Kale McCarr is in the lineup and they don't maybe need an offensive defenseman? When, you know, when Bowen Byram is playing on a power play, how does he make himself useful? And learning on the fly like this with no Sam Gerrard available to them, I'm not saying it's a good thing that Sam Gerrard isn't around. It's not. He was off to a really good start this year. Certainly an opportunity for Malinsky, though. But it opens the door for Sam Malinsky in particular. At this point, it's Sam Malinsky. It's also Caleb Jones. It's also Jack Johnson, let's be honest. Um, And you look at Sam Malinsky tonight in that that play that he makes in the defensive zone. It's bad. Yep. It's It's a bad read. His goaltender literally accosts him immediately after the goal is scored. Because that's not a good goal that Alexander Georgiev is happy giving up, but he never, he never had us a chance because Sam Malinsky is a perfect screen. If I got up right now and stood right in front of you and was like, read chat to me, that's Alexander Georgiev trying to make the save on the Morrissey goal tonight. And and it's, do you remember, do you remember in the third period right before, I think it's the last media timeout, Devon Tapes comes rolling down the left side, takes a big slap shot Goes right over the pad, but it goes right into Hellbuck's Because Hellbuck sees it. That is the goal that Josh Morrissey scores. Yep. But there's no screen literally in front of him. Well, and it, it's not it's not just a, oh, Malinsky slid across and screened him. He's standing directly in Georgia's line of sight for a good three seconds. And <laughs> he's standing directly in front of him, and he's not defending anybody. Yep. There is a nearby body. He's not in a stick battle. He's not fighting for position. He's literally just taking space up. And Georgiev's point after the goal was scored is, get out of the way! You are taking up space that I need, sir! <laughs> now, to that point, I'll tell you one thing. I'm a Georgie fan. I've said it many times. I didn't like it there. I don't like when you show your team. I don't like when you show the world you're pissed off at your teammate. I didn't like oh, it. Oh, you mean the hitting Molinsky? Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay, that. I'm with you. I thought you meant the goal. No, I no, was no. Like, what are we doing? I don't know. Hey, listen. We're fighting. No, hey, listen. Yeah, I'm with we're you, all, man. Like, I'm with we're you. all pros. We're all, you know, we're all good. I didn't like it. Is it the first time I see a goaltender do that? No. Uh, but I'll, I was just reading that quickly there when you were reading the ads. Um, he did apologize. You know, he, yeah. he did say in the scrum, hey, I shouldn't have done that. Worry about the game. I yeah. shouldn't be showing up, my guy. You know, in a nutshell. Um, I like that he said that. I like that he owned up to it. I didn't like the fact that he did it. Yeah. I, I don't like There's 18,000 people I, and then lots of people. I, you know, listen, it's that those, those leave sour grapes like in a locker room. It's not good. It's not good for camaraderie. It's not good for team. You like, could only do it to a rookie man. But that's my point. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's my only thing. And what yeah. it does to a young guy, Melinsky knows he, 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 that's a bad play there. He knows yeah. it's a bad sequence. And so you don't need to, and then you feel so uncomfortable. And then it can affect you a little bit after. You know what I mean? How and I'm all it, tough, and you know how much does it diminish him after that? It, it does, and that's why 
I didn't like that. Uh, and if it's Devontae's or Kale McCarr, does he do that? Probably not. No. And, and so I didn't like it. But I, but I love the fact that he had a lapse in judgment for a few seconds. And then he came, you know, clean afterwards. Hey, listen, I shouldn't have done that. I don't I like hate it as much as you guys. I'm not saying it's great to do it in a public fashion like that. No, nah, man. That's, that's my problem. You did it on the ice. But at, this, at the same time, I guarantee you Sam Malinsky won't make that mistake again. I guarantee you at some point he will because it's hockey and things happen. Not like that. But... I don't. I'm in, but it's not because Georgie no, told him man. to get that. He, no, might, I, he I might just, get caught in front of his goalie no, again, but the way he it. played that, I guarantee you, he will not make that. Mistake. No, no, yeah, but it's not because it's not because Georgie tapped him and said, "Get out of my way." It's because he's going to see it. He it's really, it, really you know. easy to, for him to literally scream that, and the people who know that that happens are the people on the ice, yes. which is where that should stay, or in the locker room. I you just, don't, you don't do that to your teammate. I'm not about it. I, I just, mean, it was it was funny because we never see anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a monster, but <laughs> I, these you are, don't do that to a teammate. These man. are extremely high level athletes that are extremely competitive. I really uh, stuff like that doesn't bother me. It happened. No. They'll be over it. They're both probably already over it. You, you when you say he should, he's definitely going to be more careful. I don't know that I I don't want him tiptoeing around his goalie because he's afraid of something no. like that. There's there's a there's a meaningful psychological effect when you do something like that to a teammate in front of everybody. Yeah. There just is. And that's especially to a to a guy that's I think he's in his fourth game. Yeah. What are you doing? I I it, don't it lacks, see it. That it lacks way. all professionalism, man. All grace. It's not yeah. a good thing to is do. Is it over the top? Great. Shouldn't you do it? Probably not. No, you shouldn't. The answer is no. You I just, should not I do just that. don't think you need to make that big of a deal about it. I don't think it's a big deal. I'm all for I don't think it will be a very big deal moving forward because he owned up to it and he yeah, said yeah. I don't think it'll in, be a big deal. He says no. it to the media, he's like, No, I'm not doing it. But you don't you don't treat a teammate that way. Nathan way. McKinnon. <laughs> it, you see what you see what McKinnon does? He yeets his stick and he screams at people during practice. <laughs> He's got it down. I don't know. He screamed to Jared Bednar in a game. Yeah, and then fell off the bench, so it turned it into is, a cell phone. It was amusing, <laughs> but I'm just saying. It turned into a cell they're, phone. They're so adults. They'll, they'll be all right. The scales of justice justice worked quickly in that case. <laughs> uh, and, and look, you're looking at a night where, I, again, the Avs really played pretty all right. They faced a good opponent. They spotted them two goals, and that made their life extremely difficult. And they still made it a competitive hockey game. Do you want numbers? I would love numbers. Just out of curiosity. Certainly five-on-five five numbers. We all know the power play was garbage. Yeah, we've talked about it. Um, first period, not great. Second period gets better. Third period was actually going quite well. and Until then Until it didn't, yeah. Yeah, and they end up giving up. Um, 5v5 in the third period they only have a 6-5 shot advantage for a 3-2 two, for a three, two game that's not good enough yep. they lose scoring chance battle 5-2 to two. that's not you're down by one unacceptable yep. and high danger chances 2-1 to one. so neat Yep. the downside there is that you created 2 in a game that you were down by 1 mm-hmm. second period was very good uh, you liked all of that there's no way they should have given up 2 goals in that period yep as we've discussed, um, you betray all this, all of this, all the data, all the good numbers, all of that stuff. That is a we're talking micro macro. That yep. is a like game macro Yep, on the whole for yeah. sure. And you betray all of that with those individual plays. Brain dead plays. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 
all of that gets betrayed. So you look at it and you're just like, nope, um, nope. This is bad. Yep. This is bad. Yep. So um, don't do that. <laughs> it, because it, the rest of your five on five play tonight is acceptable. Yep. It's it, not it's, great. It's not bad. It's but it's not a game where you're looking at all oh, they were terrible. No, it was, it was, Dude, uh, it's just not that game. No, it, it's a game, and the guys were talking about it, and Bednar talked about it, and and I think every coach in the history of sports talk about it. When you have too many passengers, it's oh. tough to win. Derek so Bednar's favorite phrase. I mean, yeah. but they they had too many passengers tonight. You just named a few. You know, you you know, it's so easy to see. They were running at what sixty percent passenger wise, maybe. Yeah, I'd say six out of ten were good. Four out of ten were bad players. You know, not on top of their game. Yeah. It's tough to win against a good team. Yeah, tough. well, and you can't have the coaching staff be among the passengers. No. Yep. And look, God, I'm take that right. A lot of hockey games are won in, are won by the team that makes less mistakes. Oh. You don't have to be the team that goes out there and scores a million goals and makes all these amazing plays. A lot of nights, you just got to make less mistakes than your opponent. I agree. And the Avs made more mistakes. I think it's fewer mistakes. Yeah, you're probably right. I definitely am. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> See? Uh, doesn't feel good to show up a teammate. I, we're good. You show Ooh, me up I, on the shows all the time. I mean, not like that. Ooh, yeah, you're right. It wasn't that harsh. But See? all I'm saying is I wouldn't be worried about it. You just don't do that. If you came on a show and were like, Rudo, you suck. <laughs> you need to be a better host. I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're too chill for that. <laughs> uh, just to wrap things up, more mistakes. You kind of already talked about Eric. What the hell was that from Druin with the goalie pulled? Yeah. Oh, dude. For 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 my money, that's the kind of mistake he's not on that unit anymore. Totally fair. I do not care. Oh well, who else are you gonna put there? Anybody? Dude, put Logan Connor there. Doesn't pass it to the other team's yeah. stick. That's lazy. That's lazy. Well, you referred to him as Shakespeare. You know what I mean? He looked more like my writing there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it wasn't Shakespeare level writing. You got to make a play. And, and again, yeah. we don't know if they would have scored, but you got to make a better. You don't play even than give that. your team a chance though. Yeah. And that isn't that isn't that just all sixty minutes of a hockey game is is creating as many scoring chances as you can just trying to try just trying to score more than the it, other team and the first oh. glass down i think the frustrating part about that with druin is i actually thought he had played pretty well next to mckinnon for most of this game sure but all that gets erased the tough play yep full control it's a tough play yeah getting into druin's game yep uh I probably liked 59 minutes of it. Didn't like the last minute, yeah, that's and for that, sure. And for me, I'm just like, no. The answer is no. That's not good enough. Yeah, I'm with you. That's not good That's not good enough. You're trying to prove that you belong in a situation like that. You're getting that kind of trust. That's not good enough, man. Yep. There's a bottom line there, and that is just not good enough. Play Ross Colton. Play Ryan Johansson. We might notice him on the ice if they did that. Actually, I think he was actually out there. Uh, do whatever you want to do. That's unacceptable to me to me i agree that's like such an easy i will never forget this but do you remember when they cut mikhail maltsev when he yeah. had the, the he didn't the get the puck zone deep. icing yeah. oh and it was the turnover yeah he yeah. didn't get the puck deep in in tampa bay they scored the other way they lost the game yeah and they cut him on the airplane yeah i will always remember that because sometimes you make it easy and from for me in that situation jonathan duran made, made it, it easy. easy yep made it easy for kyle connor 
made it easy for the coaching staff to say, nope. Done with that. Fair enough. Uh, all right, we have one super chat here from Vaguely Sober who says, crappy outcome, but a sweaty boy for Sam Malinsky's first NHL point. I sure. hate that we did not celebrate that enough. That yep. is actually a wonderful life accomplishment. Absolutely. Yep. Eric, what was your first point? Uh, it was. Uh, it <laughs> Maybe was this a goal. is not such a wonderful life. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a goal, but I'm old. That's like my memory, man. No, it was a goal. It was a goal in L.A. Tied the game up uh, against uh, Billy Ranford and tied it up at two-two in the third. They're assisted by Rick Tockett and Pat Conacher. It was awesome. You are old if they assisted on your goal. Was that <laughs> nothing? Have God, you, you. rub that in, Bill Ranford? Have you mentioned that to him over the years? I did. Every time I see him, I'm like, hey, Billy, how you doing? Remember me? I scored my first goal. And he's like, I know, I know. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for giving me my start to my NHL career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. You always remember your first point. Absolutely. You know, that's a much better story than what Gabe Landeskog has for his first goal. <laughs> what was it? I don't remember. I mean, I it's was a, there. It's in Columbus. Yep. And he, he gets it. He's trying to jump over a puck. And it glances off his like butt and goes. I remember in that. And goes I remember in. And that. That's his first goal. I was there. Yeah. Matthew Shane's on the other hand <laughs> played his thousandth game last night, and his first goal was pretty cool. Yeah. It's a snipe in Detroit. Yeah. It was like his ninth game. We were all like, "What's going on here?" And he oh, just. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Right Rips over one. the glove. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful, man. Maybe it was like beautiful. This. And, and uh, look, I, I want to close since we can give Sam Malinsky some praise. Yeah. Yes. For a guy like that. This is what December is for. This is also for the Avalanche. Yeah, exactly. For both sides, you use December to figure out, hey, yeah, can this guy get to a level where we can trust him on April 20th? Yep. Yes, I agree. Tonight, and the answer is probably not. I, but I don't even know if I agree because what you like is that he doesn't have a great game. He bounces back. He gives you an, a, a big play, gets you an assist. Do you love, obviously, the play that he makes on the third goal? No. Absolutely not. But that's when you're scoring it, he's on the same plane as, as of existence as Devon Taves. I think it actually almost might be better because you look at that. And the, the big problem here is Sam Malinsky just gets lost in the systems. Yeah. If you give Sam Malinsky two more months to practice the Av systems, he's not going to get lost like that. You can easily have a conversation with Jonathan Duran about where he is on that play too. And I'd be willing oh, to bet definitely. in their video tomorrow morning. He chases behind the net. There's a weird handoff that I, goes on. I bet they have that conversation with Jonathan Duran about like, Hey, I understand <laughs> you think you're doing right here, but on the same day that you're sitting in the locker room, giving a public interview, talking about how you're way more accustomed with the systems you can't be quite so far away from the guy out high right there. Uh, tough. Uh, it's, the whole sequence is tough, and Malinsky ends up as like the bad guy, especially because of Georgiev showing him up. But yeah, I, I anyway, would, I would say the system error is more on Malinsky than Drew in there. Okay, just me though. Anyway, I would love. Georgi, you have to be superhuman and find that save, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sometimes just, you do. Just guess, my man. I mean, look, you give up a soft one, you'd like to see him get it back with a great one, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. 
We are brought to you by Shady Rays. Yeah. If you want to look into the Avs future, maybe you see doom in the fires of hell, and you need the Shady Rays to Man, protect you from you, that. Some of some of our chat, it's so impressive to me how they already know what happens in April. <laughs> I don't. Uh, if you're the other way and you see bright sunshine, you still need your Shady Rays, though. You can get them over at ShadyRays.com. You can use code DNVR. You get two pairs or more. You get 50% off your entire order. So go check it out. Go get yourself some Shady Rays. You should really wear them on the post-game shows because these lights are bright as hell. They are quite bright. They're, they're, they're the real deal lights. Uh, also, it would be a fun bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to wear them after a loss. Shady Razor, my cool guy sunglasses. Dion. Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm way more about the Shady Razor after a win. I hear you. Uh, anyway, we are out of here for the day. We are off tomorrow, but Saturday is our avalanche takeover. We're going to Ball Arena. We're watching the game. You can join us. There still are a few tickets left if you want to get in on the action. Uh, that Micah? That is Micah, yeah. <laughs> I've never noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's uh, funny. You can get in with us. If not, our pregame will be pre-recorded uh, for Saturday. So yeah. go watch that, even if we're not technically live. And then we will have a post-game, but it will be probably like an hour after the game for Saturday because we got to get back to the bar and all that stuff. So also, special shout out to our friends from Texas who came. Yeah, the to visit homies us tonight. Yes. Thank you for coming down to the bar. Great people. If you ever have the chance to get down to the bar, make sure you come say hi to us. We won't bite. I promise. True. <laughs> AJ, sometimes. I will just be awkward. That's. I'm sorry. I'm an awkward human. We're all awkward. That's. But yeah, if you want to come down and uh, if you if you ever want to like hang out, do whatever. Um, all you have to do is just ask somebody downstairs. Uh, they will come get one of us and. Totally. Come on up. You can see the studios, you know, show you around. Yep. Say hi. Sit on the set. Take a picture. Do whatever, you know. It's, yep. It's awesome. It's This is a thing that we love and we want to share with all of you that are here with us. Nailed it. Nailed it. We are yeah. out of here for the night. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe. That helps us out a ton on YouTube. Also, oh, uh, on sale right now. Become a diehard. 20 bucks off. Oh, yeah. It's a great call. deal. If you're going to do it, now's the time. That's it. That's all we got. Love you. Mwah. Goodbye. We're all silly like the mayor. 